we're live hey guys so welcome back to the podcast uh sean can't join us this week because his computer has aids and um he's having a lot of technical issues so next week is going to be the great debate between me and sean about iran because i know both of us vehemently disagree about it but speaking Ooh. of iran I do have some other guests on the podcast today. Today we have Caden and Lynn. Both of Hello. which. Caden, you can say hi too. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hi, guys. Sorry. And, um, yeah, um, unfortunately, Sean can't be with us today. We tried everything we could, but, you know. You say that as if it's a bad thing. Yeah. Joke's on you. I, I was the one that gave his computer aid. Yeah, you are Asian. <laughs> the world-renowned hackers of the world and stuff. I'm pretty sure that's like middle-aged white people. But I don't know. Asians oh, well. are pretty good at it, too. They're known for doing computer stuff. We're known for building them, not hacking them. Yeah, he, he has hey, a point hey, there, Brandon. Hey. We're not even known for building them for ourselves. We're known for like building them for other countries. Yeah. Hacker man. <laughs> so basically, we won't uh, get into that. This is not important. The basically, like the things I wanted to bring up this week were, um, so I, me and Sean have stopped the podcast for about two weeks or so because you know vacations. I wasn't even in my home. I wasn't where I live right now. I went on vacation to back to Miami to see see my family and you know all that kind of fun stuff for Christmas. Yeah. The holidays, yeah, yeah. And then Sean, of course, same situation, except he stayed here in Utah. But um, there's so much shit that happened while we were gone. It's kind of unfucking real. Yeah. Yeah. In three weeks they were gone, like the biggest news of all time happened, basically. Yeah, for real, right? <laughs> what was it? Like the impeachment articles and shit and the thing with Iran. Yeah. And fucking the royal family. getting shot out problem. of the sky. A fucking mass shooting in Texas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge news. Yeah, so which one do you that guys want to start with really... first? Because I don't well, even know where to start. So Should we I can go start for, like, the big stuff? Or the Iran stuff? shooting down an aircraft. Well, we got to start from the beginning. <laughs> the beginning. <laughs> you need to build a foundation. Who, who wants to explain Iran? <laughs> um... We're going to break down We're gonna break down 50 years of social I mean, you're the one that climate in Iran. Basically, you're the one that works in the aeronautical industry. So how about you tell us about Iran? Oh, shit. <laughs> ha, put you on the spot, bitch. All right. So So basically, there's this man named Solomali. I don't know how to pronounce his name, and I really don't care. Anyway, <laughs> he is a terrorist that's been active for a while. He's an Iranian general, but he's taught the Ir Iranians how to do many things. <laughs> Um, taught Al-Qaeda and Taliban how to create shape-charged IEDs specifically designed to kill armor. Um, and he, he absolutely um, was a threat to United States interests in the Middle East. But um, And so he was coming out of a meeting with another terrorist, and a drone hell-fired him in his car. By the way, so, um, before sorry to interrupt you. I looked up the, the how they hit him. They hit him with a fucking ninja hellfire missile. I know. Drones are ninjas. No, 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 no. I, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. 
This Hellfire missile doesn't go boom. This Hellfire missile turns you into a human blender. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, it yeah, literally has that swords one. that come out of the side and shit. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's, yeah, it's, it's nicknamed kind of the Ninja Missile because it literally will just use kinetic energy on the target. Yeah, and so, like, yeah. Drone strikes are weird because there's, like, two different types of drones. There's reconnaissance drones and there's strike drones, and they're two different things, and I won't get into it. But basically, mm. they just they just shot him out of the ground, basically. Vaporized him. Um, which sparked international controversy over the legitimacy of this strike, whether it was constitutional or not, and we'll talk about that later. But it sparked Iran to say <laughs> we'll have retaliation, and then they told... From my understanding, they told the Iraqis that they were firing missiles into sovereign Iraq onto a military base that happened to house U.S. troops. That gave them time to evacuate and no minimal minimal collateral damage to buildings and no casualties. I heard they didn't even hit the fucking airstrip. They just hit like just outside of it. Yeah, basically, because ballistic missiles they made are bad. Oof. Um, and then getting back to Iran shooting down an aircraft, <laughs> um, Iran turned on their missile defense system um, but failed to, like, classify what a civilian jet was. And so a 737 taking off from Te Tehran, Iran's capital, made too sharp of a turn, and the surface-to-air missile came and shot it down, killing 178 people on board, including 63 Ooh. Canadians and I think 17 citizens of the U.K., and there was a couple of Germans in there too. There was like yeah. three or four. Um, right. So, yeah, that's fundamentally what happened. All right. What we do here is go back. So starting from the beginning, um, I have a couple issues with this. And me and Caden have talked about this separately before. And yeah. um, now he understands my position a lot more than what he did before. Because at first he was like, why are you angry that we killed a terrorist? I'm like, you're not asking <laughs> yes. the correct question. <laughs> yeah. Because I have so many issues with how this was done. And um, yeah. coming from the not necessarily I, I don't want to say that I'm a libertarian per se, because I consider myself more of an objectivist. But there are so many fucking problems with this, like one. Um, my conversations conversations with people regarding this issue specifically, um, constitutionally speaking, completely unconstitutional. Big fucking deal that it happened. And the reason why I say that is because after we invaded Iraq, they cited, they uh, signed the uh, – is it UAM? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. It's the one where you basically can – the president has uh, kill authority on terrorists. But here's the thing, though. If you look and read into it, it is so vague and open-ended that it can you can interpret it any way you want. Just like a lot of the Bush administration executive orders. Well, here's the thing. Remember, during the Bush <laughs> – it's wrong. irrelevant if it's the Bush administration because it has been renewed well, multiple saying, times I, even by Democrats. It's a time period, okay? <laughs> yeah, but it's been renewed even by Democrats. Oh, I know. I'm just saying yeah. I'm using that as, an, as a broad time frame. Yeah. Just like how even in a Democrat-held uh, House and Senate, they renewed the um, Patriot Act. Patriot Act, yeah. So this goes across both parties. And I, trust me, I'm outside of both parties. I shit on both parties. I don't care about them. 
They both yeah. equally have the same problem to me. So the only difference is one goes faster than the other. And um, I remember when I was talking to you and Viper about this, you guys were kind of dumbfounded that I had the political opinion I did about this. Well, mostly because I didn't understand what you were saying. Yeah. So, um, Lynn, what do you think? I want to hear your opinion before I go any uh, further. About whether or not this is unconstitutional. I think that like, this Like, just was... do you agree with the strike in general? I mean, honestly, from... Because I, I, I remember when this was a huge news, I was talking to my family and uh, from families that immigrated to America from, you know, all the way over there. Although we're not, you know, a complete understanding, but... Um, I think that this was definitely a mistake on their administration because we view him as a terrorist. To to them, that he he is viewed as a hero, and I think it was, I think targeting someone of that that uh great importance was bound to start an uproar for that nation. And I think that the Trump administration was was very misguided and was trying to do something. And it just turned out badly, really badly. Okay. Um, I mean, I I think the situation was definitely handled incorrectly, but I do get the severity considering he was a terrorist. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I um, don't think the end result is still one person that he's killed um, Syrian refugees stuff. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Um. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm just saying, like the repercussions doesn't justify murdering just that, yeah. that that strike in general. Yeah. I I do agree that we should get rid of terrorists, but like, goddamn, this man is so important to these people that they're probably willing to fight a war for it. I mean, I don't yeah, know if I necessarily agree with that because just as many reports I've been seeing about people, uh, um being like actually I mean, weeping for his death in Iran I've seen equally just as many of them being happy yeah right basically and, in yeah, Iran there is definitely two sides of the coin of this situation but yeah because uh, yeah I think I'm not there better here ways and say to that this. you know he was a good guy but you know the no, thing is I have, I have issues guy. not necessarily with his death more so with the fact of how he died you see what oh I'm because of a drone strike yeah well, the thing is, and this is what I've talked to Caden about when initially when I said I said it was wrong and they're like, well, why are you, you know, why are you defending a terrorist? And I'm like, I'm not defending a terrorist. It is not in our best interest to do this. Now, am I saying that it's not a show of force? Yes, it is. Politically speaking, this was good for Trump in our current political oh. climate, because everyone's going to be like, he's going to make him look strong. Um he, and he definitely needs something to get the news articles out of the whole impeachment thing right now. I he sincerely doubt that that even was even in his mind. The impeachments are so ridiculous right now that he doesn't have to do anything to help him in that regard. His his <sighs> approval ratings have been so remarkably steady and or rising since the impeachment started. Right. Yeah, so I doubt like I think that was people just downplaying the incident because politically it looks good to him. And mm, my yeah. issue is the fact that the president can attack a official in a sovereign nation that we have not declared war in. 
Now, oh, yeah. another question I have was, was, wasn't he also talking about how he was going to retaliate with uh, attacking, what was it, monuments or cultural uh, monuments? That was in response to what Iran uh, initially said. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now, I do, really I, do I sit here, I me personally, um, I think it is heavily <laughs> contextual because a lot of these people, when, uh, when I say these people, I mean specifically terrorists and or um people in the middle east they understand how western nations conduct war so they will actively seek using areas such as mosques schools hospitals as bases because they know that we will at least be hesitant to use air air power on them except when we forget about it yeah except (laughs) if you're pretty much every previous president because at least one of them is bombed a hospital so (laughs) yeah or a school or school (laughs) or anything else I mean, I'm just saying. There's a lot <laughs> yeah. of six foot seven Ira- uh, Iraqis and Afghanis that are fucking that are fucking dead because they look too much like Osama <laughs> bin Laden. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying the issue I have with this is the fact <laughs> that the president at any time can now, regardless of whether there is evidence or not of someone being a terrorist, he can drone strike them anywhere at any place whenever he wants. Yeah, that is a huge fucking problem. The reason why I say it's yeah. a huge fucking problem is I brought this up with Caden and Viper as well. Viper was like, I don't see how this could be a big deal. The guy was a piece of shit. I'm like, great. His time would come anyway. It's like being a drug dealer. The life expectancy isn't great. Okay? So. Don't you wh- think some of that comes from, like, the deterrence and or America going in and wrecking them? Yeah. Like, that's why the really? life expectancy is so low. Well, I kind of get well, what you're even with fighting of other factions. Because yeah. he's not just and fighting with the U.S., he's also fighting enemies. with the Iraqi government. He's also fighting with ISIS. He's also fighting with possible Sunni militias fighting against his Shia militias. Like, there's so many different things happening. So it well, wouldn't be necessarily ISIS just... ISIS is on, their, on Iran's side, right? No, they are not. I, I oh, okay. I didn't know. They are not on Iran's side. ISIS is on ISIS's side. Because I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, ISIS was a Sunni faction anyway. So any Shia they would find, they would consider them apostates and it would kill them on the spot. So, anyway. Yeah, the benefits uh, of being an Islamist. Yeah. But the reason Um, why I'm saying this is, like, this is a big fucking deal. Because, so for instance, the, the example I brought up was Virginia right now. Yeah. And... Uh, just to... Sorry to interrupt, but, like... We're we're not talking this specific strike because this has been this was a precedent set by both Bush and Obama. Yes. Right. Yes. This this okay. We we're just clarifying that. Yeah, I have a problem with every strike they've done in non-combat zones to, that we have declared war. So, for instance, if they do it in Afghanistan, we have a declaration of war for Afghanistan. You know what I mean? Congress wrote a declaration of war. I'm pretty sure there's a declaration of war for Afghanistan. If I'm if I'm wrong, then the it's just as wrong. Declared- the last declared Wait. war was World War Two. Everything since then has been a police action. Okay, if that's the case, then it's wrong too. Because here's <laughs> the thing. Basically, after 9-11, what the Congress did is they gave up their sole power to declare war and conduct combat operations. Because yeah. Congress has to say, hey, here's this fancy piece of paper saying you can do whatever the fuck you need to do. And then the president goes, thank you, sir. And then they go. I have no problem with the president conducting combat imp- uh, operations overseas. 
if we have a declaration of war. Because so you're saying that as long as we have a declaration of war, it's okay to call in an airstrike on. Yes, this is uh, the way our political the, system was set up to work. Yes, but okay. now, now, so, yeah, because everything since uh, Korea has been a police action. I just want to make that very clear. Yeah, and the reason why I find that to be a huge issue is everyone says that I'm crazy for thinking that this is some kind of precedent. So, for instance, right now in Virginia. The Democrats have completely won the House and the state legislature, and they're trying to pass the most ridiculous and unconstitutional gun laws we have ever seen in the nation. That's impressive. Yeah, I New heard York, about this. New York and California are pretty fucking bad. These ones make yeah. those look like child play. Yeah. To give you an idea, Lynn, all right, because I've already talked to Caden about this. If you and me about gun control, well, specifically about or what's happening in Virginia. In Virginia. Yeah. So right now in Virginia, uh, the Democrats have a supermajority in the House and Senate of the state legislature. Right? And a couple bills they have right. proposed are so draconian that even people that are usually anti-gun are like, wow, this is really bad. So to give you an idea, one of the bills um, – so let's say me and you both live in Virginia. If I took you out shooting – That'd be considered paramilitary activity. Six-degree felony. Holy oh, crap. I didn't know it was that bad. <laughs> okay. Check this out. Wait, just like casual shooting? Just or like casual like shooting. you're out there, like, yeah, yeah, like, like we're out like in the target? Yeah. Oh. All right. Wait, wait. Are we talking about like private property or like – Private, public, doesn't like, matter. Just, irrelevant. Doesn't matter? It doesn't irrelevant. Matter. It's irrelevant. The fact that you were going out and practicing shooting with shit. someone else. Protesting. Oh, wow. If you're protesting, let's say you have a Second Amendment rally at the state house and you're on public property and you're protesting, you got a permit to protest and everything. Which I think getting a permit, the permit to protest is stupid by itself. But sure, okay. Well, that's unconstitutional. So let's say you're you're protesting. If you bring a firearm to protest, that is also considered paramilitary activity. Mm. Wait, just not even firing. Like not that. even firing. Just having it holstered on your hip. Or strapped to your chest. Right. Not using that it menacingly. As long as it's visible. Even, as, no, re- irrelevant. Even if you have it on you. Like if it's oh, in a so backpack separate of you. Even if you're concealed carrying it. Jesus. What? Yeah. Strange. So here's, here's another part. They also have a new assault weapon bill that's even worse than what New York and California have put into place. They're, so they don't even call them assault weapons anymore. They call them, quote, assault firearms. And basically, any weapon that has a flash hider, a barrel shroud, a bayonet lug, a grenade launcher. Um, what else? I mean, the grenade launchers are relevant. An adjustable. You can only shoot bird poppers. Check this out. It gets better. An adjustable or telescoping stock, and the capability. Okay, and the capability of accepting a magazine higher than seven rounds. So not even owning so like a magazine. Every gun. So basically every gun. They found a way to ban revolvers. Okay. And most shotguns. Most firearms with a magazine. Yeah. Okay. And this includes even magazine tubed shotguns that don't they have an internal magazine. They don't have a magazine per se. Okay? So, so, so any that's round, not a magazine. It's still considered a magazine because of how they define oh. magazine. So, Good God. 
So it, that is also a six-degree felony, and it has no grandfather clause, meaning that if you own that firearm before the bill was put in place, the, you are a felon overnight. Oh, that's wow. Insane. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, and here's the funny part. Those are just the first three bills. So so wait, so wait. Does it define the shotgun? Because I have yes. a piece of wood in my shotgun that only allows it to accept three because you can only bring three shotguns when you duck hunt. Oh, yep. They define it, specifically. Oh, my God. Okay, and here's – it gets wait, a wait, better. What is their definition of a magazine then? Yeah, any, I want to hear the definition. It doesn't a even have a device, physical A feeding magazine, device that can feed more than seven rounds of ammunition basically. So that's a clip and magazine. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So it gets even better though. Do they consider your hand a magazine? Face, but no, but it gets even better, I promise. <laughs> Um, so that is also a, uh, I think it's either a fifth or even a six degree felony also. And they recently just put two more bills. So that was just the first three. Okay. The next two. Are these in law right now? Or these are on the legislative, uh, bracket for voting this coming, uh, session. They're not law yet. They're not, not yet, but they're proposing it. And They've already no. It. It's already on the bracket, so it's already been proposed. Oh, it's already okay. Been so yeah. so now they so just like, have to vote on it and, and any uh, amendments they want to add to it. If this gets appealed to the Supreme Court, I I don't know how this works. I forgot. I took government, but I forgot. So the, the <laughs> um, so if, I'll get I'll get to that afterwards. But let me tell you the next two okay. because those ones are gonna make you like you're gonna be like what the fuck. So the next the another one they just put up is. That they're not allowed – you're not allowed to protest on any public property if you have a firearm, regardless of whether it's loaded, unloaded, showed clear, anything. doesn't matter. So a Nerf gun. How, right? how, how would they even <laughs> check that, though? It's irrelevant. Like that's the point. Just... And then on so top of that – and here's the, here's the one that's like unfucking believable okay? If you own a range, they want to ban all ranges that are basically not operated by strictly law enforcement. And it also would be illegal for you to go out into the public and shoot too. Because remember, that's paramilitary activity. So, so not only, so are they banning all firearm activity at this point? Basically? That's basically it. So, like, I can't. I so if I hunt, I can kill a deer, or or can I not do that now? Uh, you can, but you would have to have a permit because they're also trying to put in a permitting process. So, for instance. With uh, the uh, range one, if the range isn't operated and used by over 89% uh, military or law enforcement, then the range is technically conducting paramilitary activity and would have to be closed down. How many ranges are like that in Virginia? I mean, there's a lot of ranges in, I, I mean, I know in Montana and like everywhere, basically. Yeah. So yeah. basically, and under range... this proposal, how many would be closed down? Probably all of them. Uh, probably yeah. all of them. Yes. Um, and, and on then, top of that, if they do stay open, they have to essentially help the state register who has what firearm. So, for instance, if you do stay open, you have to tell every single time someone comes in to shoot, you have to tell them what they're shooting, what their name is, the serial number of the device, how many shots they fired, and who came with them. And you have to report it so, every month to the state police. So, so Wait, registering your firearm, basically. Essentially registering state. your firearm to the state police. Okay, 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 okay. So, like, if this were proposed in Montana, 
right? That would destroy Be rejected immediately. Parts of, like the economy and okay. also like the habitat of the economics. Check this out. Like, but here's here's the best part. So there are 95 counties in Virginia. 93 of them in the last three weeks have declared themselves sanctuary Second Amendment counties, and they openly said they will not enforce any new gun laws proposed. That's awesome. Okay, over the, good on some them. of over, I think it was like thirty counties good overnight. <laughs> okay, good, good on them. There's man. one I I don't have his name. Uh, it's somewhere in in the news articles. There's one sheriff in Virginia. I am not even exaggerating. He said he will deputize everyone in his county, so that way they avoid all the gun laws. Because the only people exempt are military sick. and police. That'd be pretty that's, cool. Okay. Wow. That's why I'm saying this is a big deal. Because okay, let's say hypothetically, Virginia Governor, uh, what's his name, Northam, he says, "Hey, look at these fucking terrorists, because they're trying to, they're fighting us when we're trying to take their guns away." Are you gonna look at me with a straight face? What if we had a president like I don't know. What's his face from New York? Um, he's running for president right now. Old dude. Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Exactly. Um, yeah. Are you going to look at me with a straight face and say President Bloomberg when drone strike people? Because he's one of the most anti-gun people in, like, the world. Well, yeah. Like, um, so so listen to this because I, I know this to be a fact. So if you drive through, like, like you don't stop. If you drive through New York with a firearm in your thing. If even if you came from out of state. Like let's say I drove there with a firearm and I got pulled over and I wasn't even staying in the state. I would be arrested and it would be a felony. Even though you should be protected by the Gun Owners Protection Act of 19 Yep, it's a felony if you what if you Huh? 1968. I think pretty sure it's 1968. Yeah. It's the same one that banned machine guns essentially. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah, that's how bad it is in New York. So Oh yeah, New As York is really bad. Yeah, and I live in New York, so I live in Long Island, which is pretty chill. But Jesus Christ, New York is pretty crazy about their gun control laws. I mean, Bloomberg has openly said that, like, has have you? Yeah, never mind. Have you seen the video of Bloomberg talking about firearms? Like, if you need thirty rounds to kill a deer, you're a bad hunter. Yep. Yeah. It's basically what we're dealing with there. Yeah, so this is why I'm saying, okay, so if we don't need to, con like, we won't have a president conducting essentially foreign assassinations, irrelevant to how good or bad the person is, what makes you think he's not going to do it here if someone deems someone else a terrorist? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Isn't and there... I mean, I, 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 don't I, know I, I think there would be a little bit more difficult in this situation because I mean, they're not we like already have the precedent, but here's the thing we already have the precedent that obama has extrajudicially assassinated american citizens overseas for the assumption that they were terrorists not right. that they're proved right. terrorists and i can definitely see where uh... you see what my point is so is it a crazy yeah. leap to think that they will not do the same thing on american soil so let's say hypothetically virginia does go hot <clears> and they do end up actually having people try to confiscate firearms and these people actively resist the confiscation of firearms, which will be violent. 
I'm not uh, advocating that, for violence, that, yeah. but if someone is showing up at your door trying to take your property and take away your rights, it is not unreasonable to show with force. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a really good talk with somebody at um, somewhere, and he basically said, I'm only going to shoot you if you're willing to shoot me over me taking over you taking my property. It's not only that, and this is something I brought up to Caden before. When um, remember when we were talking about the uh, Warrior Five Five Six issue, the one that was happening in New York, yeah, yeah. like what was like yeah. a month or two ago. Yeah. Even though that situation was not exactly what we thought it was going to be, if it was that situation, he sh- he is well within his rights to actively resist the government. Yeah. Just like how uh, Mr. Bundy of the Bundy Ranch was actively right in his defense of his ranch from the authorities. That's a really unpopular opinion, but I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Well, the thing is, <laughs> he, his situation was definitely uh, – he even got vindicated in court. You know? I, I know. I'm just saying that's a really unpopular opinion. <laughs> I, I really don't care. <laughs> I know you don't. Because a lot I'm of people saying. like to think, oh, well, you know, we're we're civilized because we're in the 21st century. And it's like, guess what? People aren't fucking civilized. The basic um, rule of law you, is not no. me telling you what to do. It is force. That's what government is at the end of the day. If it didn't have force, no one would do what it's told ever. Yeah, if. <sighs> so that's what I'm saying is it? it's not unreasonable to think that a future president can just say this guy's a terrorist and then send in whatever you know paramilitary forces he wants to take that person so this if is you you think that he would do this? Govern, you suck at government but but here's the question do you think he would do this in like just like open area i don't i mean this is a huge question because this is on u.s soil and i don't know if our president is that's dumb. Well, I'm not even saying yeah. that our current president could be doing it. I'm saying it sets a precedent oh, that any president, president. I'm saying any president can any do president. it. Because that's my point. Everyone, uh, I've, I've, a lot of my friends have had to adjust to how I debate because I don't have a side. I don't pick any of the current sides. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't care who's doing what's wrong. It is wrong. You see what I'm saying? We have yeah, a constitutional system in place specifically to guard against what is happening right now. Yeah. And the further yeah. we stray from that system, the worse things get. And then everyone's like, oh, my God, it's getting worse. Let's make it worse by getting the government involved again. Yeah, for sure. It, it... And that's why I'm saying, like, for me, the issue I have with this is if you are a Second Amendment advocate, you have to be wary about what is happening overseas because what makes you think it's not going to happen here? Yeah, because if if I resist the government now, that's it's a president of me being a treasonous terrorist, basically. Yes. Yeah. And what if you have you, – and here's the thing. In our Declaration of Independence, it actively says that the people have the right to overthrow the government. So yeah. in Virginia, if they – let's say hypothetically – they actually start confiscation and people actively start resisting. Are you seriously going to say that the governor is not going to send in troops and then further escalate it 
and then eventually use drone strikes on possible people that are leading these militias. The governor, I know for a fact, does not have the power to commit. Uh, I, I can tell you Guard for a fact can. that, yes, but the National Guard does not have drones. I promise that. I mean, you never know, man. Some some states actually fund their National Guard a lot better than others. But oh yeah, I know. The point I'm making is, are we not? Are we going to sit here and rationally think? Oh, the government's not going to use governmental force on people that disagree with them. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. That's what my point is. And what makes you think if we're going to do it to a bunch of dirty brown people overseas that we're not going to do it to our own citizens? Because that's how governments right. work, and I'm a student of a student of history. Yep, governments. Yeah, governments are going to government. So that's why I'm they saying I'm very, very weary of this because I – like is it – am I angry that a fucking – he's probably a terrorist. But on top of that, there's also a little bit of me that I don't agree and listen to everything the NSA, CIA, FBI, all of them say at face value unless they provide me evidence, which in this case I don't think they even provided anything. They just said he's a terrorist. You know what I mean? Uh, because like, I heard and there's, that yeah, there were there's like a, point, a list but... of people – that were given to Trump, and he just picked someone. Yeah, but that's that what list. I'm saying. It's just like what I heard. I, these are also the same people that told us there were WMDs in Iraq, and that President Trump was supposedly a stooge of fucking Putin. Yeah, trust me. Color me shocked if they're wrong. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. Because I don't trust everything they say. I take everything everyone says. At face value, and then you have to provide me evidence of that. So, yeah, that's where I personally stand on it. Speaking of armed citizens defending themselves, how about this guy in Texas? Yo, my man. Oh, I actually haven't heard anything about this, though. My man. Please explain to me. Brandon, this is all you, buddy. My mans, bro. So when this happened, I had it on my Facebook feed within five minutes of it happening. I know. Well, yeah. I've seen what you post. So, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So basically, um, this church in Texas, and uh, I think it was, it was like White Plain or Wait, something like this that. Is the church? It was a church. Yeah, at? this yeah. was a church. So um, it, if you look oh, at the news God. article, I thought it was like a school shooting or something. No, no, no. no if you look at the news article right on the Discord, um, I think. I don't know if they have the video up. I don't think they have the video up. But um, basically... Oh, I see it. Yeah, so how it starts off is... You can see from the little picture they provided. Um, this guy was kind of acting kind of erratically. Um, he was wearing well, a trench sure coat. He sat down. He was in a big trench coat and a, and a mask. And he sat down. And then he stood back up and he pulled out pulled out the gun. Yeah. So basically, because um, if you look at the video that was provided to a lot of people, it's about 20 seconds long, and it basically shows everything. So initially what happens is um, when you start the video, um, you have – his name is uh, Jack Wilson, if I remember correctly. He's all the way in the back left, and the top shooter – Yeah, top yeah. left. And the shooter, he's at the fr middle of the screen almost, front right – or front left and top left and um, for all you for all the audio listeners i know we don't do a video i just yeah. want to say that yeah. uh 
uh, look up the Texas church shooting, and yeah. and you'll see the video. And um, active self protection. He has a YouTube channel. He does a lot of great content when it comes yeah, to I uh, conceal carry. Yeah. Um, he has a whole video detailing everything that happened. And he, he does. Now, how many people died in this shooting? Two, uh, three, including oh, the shooter. Just two. Three, oh, including three, the shooter. Oh, he, he's so dead. Um, basically, let, let me like give you the lowdown, and then we could talk about it afterwards. So and this guy comes debate. in, and he's kind of erratic. They said that from the beginning he looked kind of suspect, but he hadn't done anything. And toward the middle of the sermon, he got up and he was just kind of pacing back and forth, and he was talking to one of the deacons. At that point, he pulls out a short barrel shotgun out of his trench coat. Um, he points it at the deacon, and then one of the churchgoers stands up, and he was the first one shot at exactly, I think it was like 3.9 seconds. So if you're looking at the video from start when he's pacing, it was about four seconds when he got up and was shot. Now, Wait, is this video still up? Uh, it's on YouTube with active self-protection, so if you want, we can I can put the link up and you can watch it. I'll put it up, yeah. Brandon. Yeah. So when you watch the video, the first person that gets shot, he was actually also concealed carrying. He had a firearm on him. He was carrying as what's known as small of the back, which is if you put your hand and then you make a perfect flat uh, palm against the small of your back, that's where you carry your firearm. So like right below, like right above your ass. Or, yeah, oh, okay. above your ass. So you're carrying yeah, right yeah, back there, like the classic. Oh, I'm gonna, I got a gun. And I have it, you know, hidden behind me. Um, he was also carrying, but he took his. Unfortunately, he took too much time, and the guy noticed that he had a firearm. He was the first one shot, and unfortunately died on scene. The second hey, Brandon, man was, yeah. You want to hear bad? How bad YouTube is? What? They uh, they've it? they've commun no they community guideline striked it, and you can't share it, but you can watch it. Oof. <laughs> Continue though. <laughs> yeah, imagine my shock. YouTube is censoring. Um, basically, YouTube's so... doing a lot of things. Let's yeah. let's be honest. There's like the whole yeah, they're bad. Thing that's going YouTube on. is so bad. Yeah, we could talk about that oh, afterwards because censorship. Yeah, let's is talk about that talk. after. So basically, that's gonna fuck up a lot of people's lives. Yeah, yeah. Oh, then, that dude, uh... anyway, dude, anyway, dude. Brent, anyway, I, I... Lynn, anyway, Lynn. we'll talk about it afterwards. I promise. Um, okay. So he pulls out we'll, a shotgun. We'll talk about the shooting first. Yeah. He shoots the, the guy that was concealed carrying, who's not Jack Wilson. Jack Wilson's who's the – if you're looking at the still image on the news articles, he's the one that actually has his gun out pointed. And the one circled in red is the shooter. Um, so he drops the first guy, turns over to the deacon he was just talking to, kills him too, and then tries to make a run for the priest in the middle that's doing the sermon. Jack Wilson – at like five seconds so everything happens basically within four seconds within the second draws headshots him at 30 feet 15 yard deliberate headshot against a moving target impressive most impressive that's the top that's the top comment most yeah. impressive no uh, look i i conceal carry no, i know how hard of a shot that yeah is. i conceal carry <laughs> everywhere besides like work okay and I'm not even exaggerating. That is an outstanding shot. I know. I, yeah. <laughs> I fully get it. And everyone, everyone's trying to downplay it. And that's the thing that really annoys me about it. Everyone's trying to downplay it. Oh, he, he's a firearms instructor. No shit he'll be able to stop a mass shooting. And it's like he made a super difficult shot. And the only thing that you can bring up is that he's a firearms instructor. 
Not even the fact that good fucking shot, bro. You killed the piece of shit that's trying to kill people. No, it's because they because it doesn't fit their agenda, and they're trying to make this. They're trying to downplay. Now, did you guys wait? Wait, sorry about uh. Like this won't always like, happen. Yeah. What was the guy's agenda? I mean, was, why why did he just decide hate to go the, to hate and discontent? Hate and discontent. Hate and discontent. Yeah. So that um after about a week yeah, we got yeah. more information about the shooter. Um, I don't have his name off the top of my head. I'm probably not gonna put his name because he's a piece of shit and he doesn't deserve to have his name out there. You don't want me to tell you name. But we do have yeah, to understand his motives. I do agree that yep. we should understand his motives because it's the only way we're going to figure out what's the commonality. Um, he was mentally ill. He was already mentally – he was already, as, as far as the court system is concerned, he was already uh, considered to be mentally defective, which means, A, you can't purchase a firearm. When you fill out a 4473, which is every single time you purchase a firearm, it actually asks you, have you ever been mentally adjudicated um, as far as the court system is concerned? All right, so that's one tick where he couldn't buy a firearm. Um, he also had had multiple misdemeanors and felonies, including which New Jersey, uh, he assault, I think it was assault and battery where he almost killed someone and they dropped it from attempted murder to like battery. So he only had a misdemeanor. So failed. Yeah. There's a logic in that. Here's, here's the best part though. He had already been charged of multiple felonies, so it's irrelevant. He wouldn't be able to purchase a firearm legally. Imagine my shock. He got a firearm illegally. It's almost like getting people, yeah. all these rules they put in place don't affect people that they want to stop. They only affect the people that are going to stop gun. it. Yeah, all you're, ta- all you're doing is taking the gun out of the hands of the gun. Yeah, you are making it more difficult for the good person to be armed. This could have been far worse but, but, if he wasn't there. But, and, yeah. and that's a fact. Well, and here's the oh, thing, yeah. though. Two, uh, there could have been more death without the... Uh, but here's the thing everyone likes to ignore this everyone's like oh my god you know having a bunch of random people armed at the scene is only going to cause more chaos there were seven or eight separate people that were armed that all took out their firearms after jack wilson took that shot and all of them did not shoot anybody run around like chickens with their head fucking cut off they called 911 and they wait for them to show up all their guns are trained on the fucking dead dude all right so irrelevant to how you feel about concealed carry it works we know now, and, now, do you and, know if these people were, like, trained? in most states, you have to take a class to even conceal carry. No, not necessarily okay. the case. In some states, you just have to be able to own a firearm. So, for instance, in Idaho, uh, New Hampshire well, just passed in, it, too. In our state, you have to. I mean, I am, I'm, I'm personally even against that. Because guess what? If you're serious about concealed carry, you're probably going to get a class. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Or at least have some knowledge and Exactly. Because most people are relatively scared of firearms. You know what I mean? Completely logical. Yeah, yeah especially me. if you don't, if you haven't been around them your whole life. That's my point. Like for me, um, I was a firearm instructor <laughs> in the Marine Corps, which doesn't make me a fucking expert in concealed carry. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's a completely different type of shooting. And I was even to a certain extent a pistol coach for a little bit too. But the thing is, is it's this simple. People who are, the only people that are going to be there at the scene of a shooting are the people involved in the scene of the shooting. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So when I have conversations with people that are very anti-gun and they're not comfortable with random people concealed carrying firearms, I'm like, okay, let me ask you a very serious question. If someone was, let's say you're at church and someone was putting up a banner or some dumb shit, fell down and stabbed, got stabbed through the femoral artery, 
are you going to wait for 911 just to show up? No. No. You're going to try to stop the bleeding. Why does that change when instead of an accident, it's violence upon you? No, you're absolutely right. And and this just brings to the point of I think this is – and I'm under the impression that a lot of this talk of – a lot of these people that say they're anti-gun haven't really been around them because of the of the government's restrictions upon firearms, so they don't understand it, right? Well, like for me, the only reason I know so much is because I've been lied to my whole entire fucking life. I'm the first person in my entire family to own a firearm, as far as the United States is concerned, because I'm first generation born here. Yeah, and and you know me, I was born. Yeah, you're in Montana, so. Yeah. <laughs> ben knows. Rootin' tootin' pootin'. Oh, yeah. Lynn knows. But Lynn knows. Yes. But Go to high school with this guy, you know everything about him. But that's what I'm saying. This really annoys me because it's not only the ethical matter of, okay, do we actually want to deal with the mass shooters? Or is it people just emotionally reacting to everything? Because I know the same people that make the argument that concealed carry doesn't work are the same people that think the drug war doesn't work. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you're, you're beating yourself with a hammer. Yeah, it's basically. like, hey, okay, I understand you are on the right side of the debate as far as the drug war is concerned. Now do guns. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, yeah. we are yeah. not in disagreement, yeah, Brandon. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what Lynn's stance is, per se, on, on firearms and the Second Amendment. I personally am of – all gun laws are unconstitutional, irrelevant to if they work or not. I, I think we could have figured that out, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm just definitely. making my position very clear. <laughs> I, I, I know, Brandon. I, just, I know you I'm know. Just saying, you I talk think... about it all the time. <laughs> I know, but just from listening to you, I think we could have. <laughs> hey, I like personally being very clear because if people are going to make arguments with me, I'd rather they understand my position. You know, I'd rather they understand my position. Right. And then that way, if they want to debate that with me, they can understand where I'm coming from and they won't have to straw man me or or even, you know, ignore my argument and try to attack me personally. On top of that. Yeah, that's, I get really frustrated when people do that because it's like, well, that you're just beating yourself, basically. Well, that's the thing. If if someone's attacking you personally, they don't understand. They not only do they not understand what the debate is about, they also don't care about the debate because they're just like "fuck you, I'm right." That that's because then I, if you get angry, ben and walk was away. in the group chat that I tell you about all the time, and Ben can confirm that that's exactly how it Lynn, was, right? Lynn, Kaden, Lynn. Oh my god, <laughs> it's fine. It's not a big deal. I mean, for a long time, I tried to keep my name off the podcast, but it, it's the internet. They're going to figure it out anyway. Right. But, yeah. Okay, like, either way. Yeah. Back on topic. But this was a perfect example because you didn't even hear about it, Lynn. Oh, no, no. I didn't. I was pretty far because I was dealing with uh, uh, holidays and stuff, and I'm still over here with my parents. And, of course, I was kind of you know, dealing with holidays and I kind of want to stay away from all of the drama and whatnot. So I wasn't really on Facebook or any social media outlets to like get any of this news. So 
I did hear about the Iran situation, but that was only because I, I already, like... It, it blew up way more. Topic, but this one, yeah. Yeah. But this this is definitely new to me. And I'm, I'm very glad that... I mean, it's a shame that people died, but I'm sure that if the situation wasn't handled as it was, there would be more casualties. Yeah, well, so what's your stance on guns? Lynn? Me? Personally, uh, I mean, I do agree with gun control laws, but that's only because, you know, I, I, I hear all these examples about how these other countries have gun control laws and their uh, mass shootings are significantly lower. But I will say that those statistics are pretty outdated at this point, and I haven't really checked up on that. So it could be, you know, different. But I, I do agree that there should be a universal background check. But obviously, I mean, this guy shouldn't even reasonably own a gun and somehow still acquired it illegally. So yeah, so I, and then the argument against sure that would be, would be that. basically, then what's the point of having a background check if if the if yeah. if, if the I mean. If it but, we have there. There's websites like Arms.com or something where you can purchase a weapon without, you know, background. Nope. That so is not I don't case. know if we should. No. Is can't. that not the case? No. Okay. So no, really? this uh, is this is something okay. that, like I said, when so back in like 2015, when I was um, no, oh, 2016 actually, before the election and when I was getting out of the Marine Corps, I didn't know anything. I knew about guns because I personally have always been interested in guns, but I never purchased any. I never right. went through the process. Everywhere you go, it is federally mandated, regardless of where you purchase the firearm, that it is going to have a background check. Right. Okay. okay. Now, yeah, if you're in then... some states, you can purchase a back, you can purchase a firearm from another person without a background check, but that is a private sale. Those are se- two separate things. Now. Yeah, and that's the way it is in Montana. Yeah. So, for instance, here in Utah, it's the hey, same way. It? So, in so like let's say hypothetically, right now you live in New York. If you went to Montana, you oh, yeah. could not purchase a firearm because you don't you do not have a Montana license. You are not a yes, resident. Well, you're not a resident of Montana either. So yeah. those are two separate things. All right. So meaning, well, what do I mean by that? Well, if you went into a gun store and tried to purchase a firearm in Montana, they would deny you on the basis of you're not a Montana resident. Now, if you wanted to ship a firearm from Montana to New York, assuming that the firearm can be in New York, you would have uh, to yeah, purchase yeah, it. Probably not, but let's say hypothetically. Let's say you're buying a fucking side-by-side or something like that. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Let's say you find a fi- this bitchin' new firearm you found in Montana because you're, like, visiting family or something. You would have to ship that firearm to a dealer in New York to conduct a background check. Yeah, and that's – I mean, to be fair, that's all how gun shipping works, though. You have to ship it to uh, an FFA, right? FFL. Federally, uh, it's a federally FFL? licensed firearm dealer. Yeah, the, and okay. and that's and that's basically universal, right, Brandon? Yes, it is federal, meaning that it has to happen in all fifty states. So, yeah. me personally, I have a Utah driver's license. I live in Utah. Even if I go back to Florida to hang out with my family, if I find a firearm there that I like, I have to ship it to Utah before I can legally purchase it as far as a non-private now if you're doing a private transaction it is still the same because you are not a resident of that that state so if i go to idaho with one of my friends and he sells me a firearm that is illegal 
So when you hear people talking about, for instance, Chicago, I know they, they love to use this. Oh, well, the only reason Chicago's gun laws aren't working is because the states around them are very loose and lax gun laws. Well, like Indiana. That's the Indiana. biggest one. Well, here's the thing, though. It is illegal for someone who is a resident of Illinois to go to Indiana and purchase a firearm and then take it back into Illinois. But then, then the, the the funniest part about that whole thing is, is that when because guns are illegal in Indiana, their gun crime is way lower. <laughs> well, here's the thing, and it's not even that, it, well. Here's the thing. So, when it comes specifically to gun control, I'm not even making the argument necessarily. Although I personally think it's correct that it is going to be a positive um, distribution. If you're looking at statistically, of if there are more firearms in households, then there is less crime. But statistically speaking, it doesn't correlate at all. Meaning that there is no correlation between people owning more firearms and people being killed and or used for criminal reasons well, of firearms. And a lot of gun control, like a lot of the gun control statistics they use are like inflated because of suicide. Well, that, well that's, a, that's a separate thing that's talking about specifically gun deaths. Anytime, Lynn, anytime you hear gun death... You have to be immediately skeptical of how they got to that number. Because it can be it can be suicide, it can also be accidental discharge, all of all of the above, and it inflates the okay. the, stat, yeah. the statistic. So if you're looking at it statistically speaking, everyone the, the number they usually like to use is anywhere from thirty three to forty thousand gun deaths. Heavy quotations on yeah. that. And about sixty nine percent of those are suicide. Seventy percent, and then like thirty percent are accidental discharge. No, no, and then it's like, like another, another. It's like another ten percent is like accidental discharges. Um, what's it called? Uh, not police shootings, but justifiable homicide, meaning that someone actually had justifiable justifiable reasons to use deadly force. And then, and then there's, and then less than two percent is mass shootings. It's less than one percent. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Because oh, usually okay. the thing the well, averages I, across th that's the problem. There's no universal statistic for gun for gun, gun violence. So it's yeah. like, <laughs> well, so like it's we really use, hard to determine which. Well, specifically for yeah. for mass shootings, we use what the FBI defines as a mass shooting, which is I think four or more people killed more in a public incident not involving drugs. Or um, so in this so in this Texas one, it wouldn't technically. It would. Oh, he disappeared. Oh no. He's offline. Oh no no. <laughs> Did you pause the recording? If not, we can just edit it out. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, so yeah, technically this Texas shooting wouldn't count as a mass shooting as far as the FBI is concerned, but it would still count as like an incident, I think, because they also keep track of those. Right. Or even like I, I think they also keep track of attempted mass shootings, but that um, that one I would have to fact check me. So the reason why I'm saying all of this is because there's a lot of misinformation. So, for instance, when they talk about universal background checks, we already have background checks for every firearm you have to purchase from a dealer. They just don't want firearms that are to be sold pri uh, person to person, which is a private transaction. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, the issue that comes yeah, but that's up with really hard to enforce like well that's what i'm about to say so for instance when you hear universal background checks okay well what is it that you're trying to accomplish with a universal background check are you asking you. me that yeah yeah 
because I want to see what I, you think of it and then see if that fits in line with what not only the Democratic Party and or Republican Party have proposed multiple times or if it's so, already so the case. Me, so, like, for me personally, it, it would be whether or not this person has committed felonies or has some mental issues or have prior uh, uh, reasons to justify not giving this person a firearm. Okay. Yeah, I so mean, that's if what that's I the case, was told. If that's the case, then we already have that currently. Yeah, yeah. I, I was well aware when we were discussing yeah. previous topics. Because and this, is, this is why there's a lot of misinformation and almost deception when it comes to the, the gun debate because a lot of people don't know much about how what it's like to purchase a firearm, especially in, like, bigger cities. So, for instance, right. um, you go through a background check, Every time you purchase a firearm from a dealer, it happens. If it doesn't happen, that dealer is in deep shit. Like, we're talking about his ass is going to be in prison for probably at least 10 years. Not state, federal, because he's going to be he's going to be arrested by the ATF. Wait, a uh, follow-up question is just, uh, how did this guy get, get a shotgun? Like, um, does that mean he did it pr uh, privately? We don't know. We that. don't know yet. <laughs> At least as far as I haven't found anything specifically I mean, stating how he got the firearm. Um, convicted felon. It was already illegal for him to own a firearm. But so, yeah, definitely. I'm to see if it says it in that article. Let's see. Also, um, another reason why he did it was not only is he mentally ill, but um, apparently he had been asking the congregation for money so he can, like, live and stuff, supposedly. And they were like, look, no, you have to come over here and be part of the congregation, and we'll help you after that. And he got angry about that. Oh. Yeah. So. I'm oh, and there's a clip of the video here. If you can watch it, watch it. I highly recommend it. I know it's very graphic, and not most most people don't want to watch it, but um, it is it is going to give you context on what happened. So, are you watching it right yeah. now? Oh, is, wait, yeah, yeah, I'm watching it right now. Wait, wait is he like like up the top? Oh, top God. left. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! <laughs> Uh, I I was like just watching the crowd how, and I just heard two was, shots. Though. Yeah, it was pretty fast. And this is why I, I'm so passionate. Oh uh, yeah, I can definitely, yeah, I can definitely see the uh, civilians and they were really calm actually. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. This is a conversation I had with my mother, for instance, and she was like, "Brandon, I don't think everyone can act like that in that situation." I'm like, "Mom, have you ever been in a life or death situation?" And she's like, "Yeah." I'm like. What are the options in that life or death situation? You have three usually. You guys want to guess what those three are? In a life or death situation. Run. That's one. Run. Attack. Okay. Or. Hide. Just kill yourself. <laughs> All right. Those are your three. No, I, I'm, I'm sure it would be like, or to like confuse the target or like something, just anything to like get away. But I feel like that would fall under run. Yeah, that's, that's but the, the that point the I'm making run, is, and this is what I'm, the point I'm making. And she's like, "Oh, well, you know, a normal person that hasn't been trained wouldn't be able to do that." I'm like, "I think higher of the average person than you do, because everyone 
and I mean everybody, unless you're mentally defective, has the same brain wiring as far as fight or flight. You're going to run or you're going to fight. Those are your only options. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if you look at the video again, the first guy that was shot was the one I told you about. He was standing up. And he looked like or he was the one that was about to grab his gun. Yeah, that back. was the first gentleman that got that got shot. Unfortunately, he died. But yeah. like I said before, this is why I'm so passionate about this subject. If you are going to carry a firearm, I recommend that you get training. I'd prefer that you just have the fucking firearm in the first place. Because guess what? The fact that you have it gives you that advantage. And guess what? He doesn't know you have it. The first guy that got shot, the only reason he got shot was because he took his time taking that firearm out. You can tell he was not proficient. And he did it in the worst possible way. He got up, and he clearly was pulling something out of his pants. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The second guy that got shot was, like, the deacon or, like, the person that was helping out the congregation. You can see he had, like, an iPad in his hand or whatever. And there was uh, also another person who immediately took the weapon away when he no the guy he shot him. That last shot was Jack Wilson at the back. That's how far the shot was. It was, was it? across the church. I couldn't really tell. It just happened so quickly, man. Like the well, video is only he, like two minutes and eighteen seconds long. Yeah, but the thing is, the crazy part is that they caught everything on live stream. That's why it's so crazy. Because the, uh, the, they were doing it for, like, Christmas or something like that. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. And this is why, for me, I cannot stress it enough. If you and, – and here's the thing. A lot of people don't understand constitutional law. I understand it. Most people don't – they're not involved in politics. I got it. I understand people just care about putting food on the table and if their kids are going to a good school and if their job is okay. You know what I mean? Most people don't yeah. fucking care past that. But a lot of people don't understand – that the police don't have a constitutional duty to protect you. It is not a protection force. It is a police force. You see what I'm saying? It is constitutional. Yeah. It is constitutional um, precedent that the police do not have a duty to protect citizens. The person who is being assaulted upon, it is their duty to protect themselves. Your protection is your responsibility. Right. Okay? Yeah. And this video perfectly summarizes it. Because guess what? If they would have just waited for the police, when seconds count, police are minutes away. And this is not a dig on police. It is just the fact of life. They can't be everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's completely understandable. Yeah. yeah. All and right. And this is and this for that, is not... and that situation would have escalated far past. Exactly. If... And Jack Wilson. I, I see your point there. Jack Wilson took that shot and he fucking landed it. That is an outstanding shot. And I'm a pretty fucking good shot. I don't even know if I can make that shot. That that was I I yeah, that was pretty tough. Cuz I can hit man-sized targets up to 100 yards with my pistol. But a fucking headshot on a moving target under duress at 30 feet after that guy just shot two people? I don't know if I can make that shot. I know I can land a body hit probably, but that doesn't stop him immediately. And the other thing that proves it is even if he wasn't there, there were like five or six other churchgoers that had firearms ready to go. Because you saw it in the video. Yeah. I'm now, re-watching it right now. And I can definitely... And here's the thing, though. 
Am I saying that they, they did everything perfectly? No. But no. having the firearm is better than having a stick or your fists. Because I can't punch someone at 1,300 feet per second. Well, maybe you're just not strong, Brandon. Uh, I'm not very strong. <laughs> I'm not the rock where I can just, like, suplex someone and just fucking destroy their body. You wish. The rock Broken would dream. suplex someone and destroy their body. I mean, I think you they would, would destroy suplex them into neck. the next realm, bro. <laughs> bro. Okay. No, no. I, I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of the rock. But he's a big motherfucker. Tell. That's my point. He is a big motherfucker, but I'm like, it, it, I feel like if he suplexed somebody, I, I don't think his body would just like crumble. I think he would look like a, not like an accordion, but you know those like Jack in the Boxes? They had the like the squish part in the middle. He would look like that, like in the cartoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I just, I just imagine like a Mortal Kombat shit where like everybody suddenly gains x-ray vision and they can just see all the internal damage that is being <laughs> The x-ray finishers. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. some random the guy comes out of the closet and like out of his yeah, but Temple of Doom style. This this shooting accurately shows what I have been saying for a long time because most of the time we are only reading the reports afterwards of what happens and we don't have video evidence of what happened. This accurately yeah. shows how we should react if someone comes in to harm you, whether it's now, whether they're trying to take your wallet. Or kill all of your fellow churchgoers. Right. But uh, what are your opinions for, like, those people who say that this is, like, such a small percentage of the time? Like, this is not going to happen every this single time. This could be what a is, So, per the this FBI's, a... I think it's, we're in 2020 now. So, that means that either the 2017 or 2018 uh, statistics for mass casualties of all kinds. So, murder, homicide, all of that regardless of weapon, comes out. So every two years delayed, so since it's 2020, 2018 should be coming out. So technically 2017 should be the one that's out. The FBI and ATF put out statistics talking about gun deaths, knife deaths, fist deaths, you name it. Literally, it's split into categories, right? Right. Of those categories, every single time a civilian who is concealed carrying is present for a mass shooting that has been involved, 94% of the time they stop it. Now, are, are we talking about how he shoots the person and he gets down? or is Stops the just... shooting, period. Because sometimes period. just okay. the presence of the gun stops the shooter. Right. So, for instance, this yeah. happened like 2015 or 2014. There was a mass shooting in Oregon. It was at a mall. The guy, the, conceal the person who was concealed carrying, the mall was a gun-free zone. He was like, fuck that. Free men don't ask for permission. And went in anyway, had his firearm concealed carry. Because remember, it's concealed. Who's going to fucking notice it? The guy was trying to shoot up a store. And he was there. When he merely presented the firearm and he understand what he was doing, he knew that there was people behind that store. What is rule number four of firearm, uh, firearm handling? Oh, crap. I know this. I just I know your target and what is beyond your target. Beyond. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't make the shot. He merely said, put down the fucking gun. And the guy noticed he had a fucking gun. So you know what he did? Take a while. Guess what he did? Did he shoot Check at him? No, he jumped he behind a pillar and he did. killed himself. Oh, God. Because when these people are presented with lethal force, Wait, they cower. Was, was, the, 
was the shooter trained though? Like, I get that the Sicilian was most likely trained, judging from no, no, how he dealt. It's irrelevant how he's trained because just the mere presence of the firearm was the the factor. You see what I'm saying? Right. He did not do anything special. Okay, he merely yeah. presented the firearm and told the guy to put the firearm down and get down. So he was presenting the option of lethal force. And the guy took, I am not going to shoot him. I'm going to cower and hide and kill myself. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Right, yeah. And let's be but realistic here. Like, does it surprise you? Because these people that commit these mass shootings are not exactly the bastions of courage under fire. They usually pick right. their targets either because they have an issue with the target or because they know it's a soft target. Right. And the reason why I know this is why do people call the police? Because they are not. No, no they, it's a, they a legit question. They cannot protect themselves at the moment. Okay, but what do the police bring? That makes you want to call them. Okay. Not uh, necessarily that. I'm talking uh, about philosophy. Not even guns, but like just the, 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 uh, in, in the option of me, if I would. I, the way I put it is the capability of violence. Okay. Legal yeah, and otherwise justified. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you call a police yeah, yeah, officer, yeah. it's not for him to say, I'm going to hug you to death. It is not for a police officer to say, hey, stop it. Put your arms in these cuffs right now. He's not your mom. <laughs> All right? He's going to show up. He's going to say, put the fucking gun down, or I'm going to fucking dome your ass. <laughs> and if you think I'm joking, watch police camps. Every time they bring out their firearm, those are their exact words most of the time. And I can't blame them, because when you're under stress and you have to bring out your firearm, you're going to have to cap a motherfucker sometimes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I get you. Okay. I can see that. Yeah, definitely. So why does it change if the cop has to do it? Why shouldn't you be able to do it? It shouldn't is the answer. That's where I'm coming from. Right. But a lot of, for instance, they asked um, Bloomberg, of course, he was like, oh, the guy shouldn't have been armed. Oh, okay, so you wanted more people to die in the church. That's cool. Okay, I understand your political stance now. That's cool. Very odd flex, I, I, but I, I, sure. No, 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 I I think what he was implying was like the the per, the shooter shouldn't have been armed in the first place. But no, no, he said the, that he can, doesn't I think that it. civilians should have arms in the first place. That's literally his why, exact why words. Why is that the key point of the argument? I mean, if anything, I I would think that if the shooter didn't have a gun, there wouldn't even be a shooting. I I don't I wouldn't blame the civilians who did extremely well. I mean, there's video evidence to prove that they were responsible enough to not only not. The take out the shooter, but not too outrageously. Because I think that there's a misconception that like civilians would just empty a, a whole magazine into the guy. Well, I mean, you're not you're not wrong not statistically. Wrong. <laughs> well, to be fair, so <laughs> you guys both um, answer that like. In, well, the thing is, is statistically speaking, if so, if you were to guess the average gunfight time, and this is including police officers, concealed carry home defense, you name it. Take a wild guess what the average gunfight time is. Uh, three seconds? 1.9. Oh, 1.9. Okay. Take a wild guess what's the average range in which that gunfight takes place. Mm. 10 meters? Three to seven. Okay. Oh. So I was now, close. that's pretty fucking close. You're way off. 
he's he wasn't that far off, but that's pretty fucking close. Now, um, and here's the thing: a lot of people, and this is a there's a guy on YouTube. His name is Thunder. Uh, the name of his channel is called Thunder Ranch. Um, and Clint Smith, that's his name. He's a certified instructor. He lives out in Oregon, and he teaches people professionally how to defend themselves. He does concealed carry classes. He does rifle training, shotgun training, military police. Anyone can go there and learn. Um, he's an outstanding resource, and if you want to learn more about like how to protect yourself, I highly recommend it. Um, there is a perfect example of what he's been talking about is you only use the force necessary to stop the threat. So, for oh, yeah. instance, the FBI, oh, yeah. like I said about their statistics, they put them out every year. And what they notice is in the 90s when police, particularly the NYPD, when they're issued uh, revolvers, a revolver on average usually has six rounds, maybe seven or eight. But most of the time it's six. The ones they were issued had six. If you took a wild guess how many rounds they shot to land on target, how many did you guess? So they shot six. and landed on target. How many were there? Six. On target. Six. Two. 5.7. Okay, well, six. So they emptied the whole magazine. I, I, the I just think that, that, like, in the situation, they would whiff, like, a little bit. I mean, I also think, like, what, what are we saying, like, on target? Like, Meaning, hit them or how many rounds did you have to shoot for you to realize the target stopped? Oh, okay. So, and, and this is a perfect example. When you watch, like, police cam, like, body cam footage of shootings, you'll notice that they only shoot as many times as necessary to stop the target. So what I mean by that is, let's say if someone's running at you with a knife, knives are pretty fucking dangerous. I would argue they're more dangerous than guns on average. Okay? If I had to shoot him, I'm not going to shoot, put down my gun, say, oh, fuck, that didn't work, and then shoot him again. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to shoot, yeah. shoot, shoot, shoot. He fell over. Is he stopping? Nope, he's crawling toward me. Shoot. Because if it took you seven rounds, obviously the sixth one didn't stop him. I mean, I feel like blood loss would definitely stop him. Not with a pistol. Well, it's a matter of stopping the threat immediately. Yeah. Like, immediately. I, I yeah, can yeah. bring this into, like, the hunting realm, too. If, but, 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 if I'm, I have, but I have... But I'm just thinking, like, you're, you're saying that this person has a knife, and then he's going to crawl over to you and stab you. Does it make it any more dangerous? Because if he's within... Oh, well, I'm not, I'm not saying, but I'm like, I'm, I feel like there's different situations where, like, you don't have to shoot him again just because he's crawling. Well, the thing is, and this is, this is what, as far as the law is concerned, and even ethically speaking, if someone is presenting deadly force, you are within your rights... To present deadly force to stop him. So, for instance, if someone broke into my house right now, and I had to use my You're firearm well to defend in your myself, right to just shoot him. Well, legally speaking, you know there would always be someone that would try to argue that you did it the wrong way, because that's how legal it's legalese. You know, there's a reason why we pay lawyers, and they're word twisters. But what I'm saying is, let's say someone broke into my house, and I told him, "Hey, I'm armed. Get out of my house. I do not want you here. You are scaring me." If someone decided, hey, and I see a weapon on him and he comes toward me, I'm going to shoot him. If the first round didn't stop him and he continues walking toward me, I shoot a second time. Well, here's the thing. Let's say hypothetically he has a gun. Sometimes you won't be able to see it very well. And you see in a lot of police cam footage that sometimes it's very easily camouflaged, whether it's dark outside or the type of clothing or the weather or this, that and the other. You see what I'm saying? 
So yeah, I agree with yeah. you. It's heavily contextual. But if you have a lethal threat, the way you stop a lethal threat is with lethal force. And if that person is still crawling, they are still possibly a lethal threat. Now, is a cop going to just fucking like walk up to him and execute him like mafia style? Probably not. No, probably not. So there's... It's happened, but... <laughs> Okay, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> help the case here, Caden. But you see what I'm talking about, right? You have yeah, to use yeah. what lethal force is available to you. So if you had to shoot him ten times, the assumption is the ninth time didn't stop him. The eighth time didn't stop him. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, and this is what a lot of people don't understand. Knives are, besides like rifles, we're talking about exclusively pistols. Pistols are not good at stopping people. No, they are not. Yeah, and if you need proof, look at police body cam footage. Unless they land usually a headshot, a heart shot, possibly, you know. a Lung shot, kind of. For the lung shot, it would have to hit some kind of major artery. Because here's the thing with pistols, a lot of people don't understand ballistics either. And this is even to a certain extent in the gun community because people always have stupid arguments anyway. Um, For a pistol, it is only there because it's convenient. That is it. It is not as good as a rifle. It will never be as good as a rifle. That's or just a shotgun. basic fucking physics. That's yeah, yeah, kinetic energy and physics. Yeah. yeah. You're so all right. a pistol is is I'm going to make a fat bullet that goes slow, hit you, and hopefully it'll stop you. Whether it's by blood loss, uh, loss of blood pressure, um, you just saying, "Wow, this fucking sucks. I don't want to do this anymore." <laughs> it's true because some people like they got shot and they're like you know what i don't want to get shot anymore and they'll just lay it on the ground and they'll just scream because it hurts no shit you got shot yeah so for sure that's what i'm saying people don't understand that when especially a lot of people in our day and age like our generation of, of kids and shit like a lot of them have never been in a fight so they don't understand what it means to be in a fight let alone what it means to be in a fight where you can lose your life. You see what I'm saying? So can I, can, can I just say something? Yeah. Okay. If I'm in a fight, what the fuck does honor have to do with any? If I'm in a fight with you, like, everybody's like, well, why would you kick somebody in the cock? I'm like, well, because if I'm in a fight with you, I'm there to win. I'm not going to fight you just out of the blue. Pretty much. Yeah. Well, like, for me, um... Dumb argument. So, for instance, like I was saying, like, uh... Throw punch the motherfucker. Well, like, for instance, like, if someone was trying to just punch me, I wouldn't be able to p- whip out my pistol and shoot them. That's not lethal force. No, it's... No, you, no that's... Just that's just way out of line. Point. And it's heavily contextual. So, that's why, like, for instance, like, um... Do you re- did you ever hear about a couple... This was, like, seven or eight months ago. The guy in Florida, he's an older gentleman. Um, he got shoved, and he pulled out a pistol and shot this dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I think I've heard um, about I'm it. I'm pretty sure really they charged him with uh, manslaughter. I could be wrong. Yeah. That, but the reason why is because... usually what happens. Well, no, no, that's not, that doesn't happen very often at all. But here's the thing. But I'm just saying, reason... usually in cases where excessive forces, it would be... Yeah, you'd get charged. Would it be... Yeah, you would get charged. Yeah. But, like, it, it'd be normally... Would it be manslaughter? No. No, it would usually be manslaughter. Because murder, man murder usually. If you have has... a good judge, sometimes they'll do homicide. Yeah, sometimes they'll uh, charge yeah, you with murder, but I most of the time they're homicide. probably going to get manslaughter, because manslaughter, manslaughter has the connotation that it was not premeditated, at least as far as I know. 
Yeah. So there's different yeah. degrees of murder. Like there's uh, or a homicide, I guess. Like first degree homicide would be it was a premeditated strike, and then there's like second degree, which is like, which is what that would be, I think. And then manslaughter is like. Well, like if you got like a if you were like shit faced blackout drunk, and then you hit a family in five and killed them, that'd be manslaughter. That's manslaughter because yeah. it wasn't on, it was unintentional. But so, homicide would yeah. be. But homicide that would be homicide under the legal sense unless you had if you had a really bad judge and it is technically just because um it wasn't necessarily an accident for say you, you had the intention of killing him when you shot that gun yeah that's the specific thing i think they anchor on whether there was an intention on killing because that would yeah, make it premeditated it, and and that's where the gun part comes in is is that is lethal force? So then your yeah. your intention was to kill them. Yeah, irrelevant to where you shoot them right. to, because I know a lot of people yeah. always like. There was actually people, and I'm not even exaggerating, saying, "Why didn't that he just shoot him in the leg?" And I was like, "Are you that doesn't matter? It, retarded." Anytime you present a pistol or a firearm or a knife or anything that has the capability of killing you, guess what? It's lethal force, whether you shoot them in the pinky toe or in the face. Because the pistol is lethal force, it, you are presenting lethal force. It can't be. It, it can't be. You cannot use lethal force in a non-lethal way. <laughs> yeah, that's not how this um, works. <laughs> yeah, and that would change, and and that's, you know, like. But there's a lot there, of misconceptions. I know, like I, I know said, a so lot of don't judges because they say the same thing about police shootings. I'm not even a big advocate of like police actions. Like, I'm not super anti-cop. I'm not super pro-cop. I just look at it and say, did he fuck it up or not? Period. So you're, you're <laughs> well, just that's how you look you're, at you're all just of the government. That's how I look at all <laughs> the government, exactly. Was he justified in doing it? No. Imagine my shock. He did it anyway. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm saying, like, yeah. every, there's a lot of misconceptions about using lethal force. And people mag-dumping... Yeah, um, when you're under stress, I can understand why you would mag dump. But here's the thing. A lot of people usually don't mag dump, civilian-wise. Police-wise, yes, they do. But the reason why is because every round you shoot is also a legal liability charge for you. <laughs> so if I shoot and I go and I shit someone in my neighbor's house, guess who's going to get in trouble? Me. Even if someone broke into my house and I lit their ass up. Yeah, because that's rule. I mean, that's that's knowing your target and beyond as well. Yeah, you know, because uh, I'm assuming, Lynn, you know the the four firearm safety rules. No, because I never took training. Even though I was from Montana, but I never really did. To be I fair, was, it's how not did even I training. never tell you that? To be fair, it's usually really taught. Usually, it's taught either when you purchase a firearm or by hearsay. It's very common. Like it's unbelievably common. It's hung up on like every gun right. store I've ever been to. You know what I mean? Like they they're you very serious about it. Know it. You yeah, you probably know, know it. it. So, rule probably. number 1. I was probably told that cuz I was friends with a lot of people who went hunting. And yeah. obviously I probably told you it. So, <laughs> yeah, you probably told me once or twice. So, rule oh, number 1 is you, so. treat every firearm as if it's loaded. Loaded. Yeah, that's the one I know. Okay. Keep your finger and off the trigger until you're ready to fire. Okay. Check. Um Never point the weapon at anything you don't intend to destroy or kill. I just say shoot, but... And then know your target and what's Hit beyond him. your target. Those are the four firearm safety rules. They're universal. Yeah. They apply no matter what. So if I gave Caden a firearm, all right, I expect him 
to understand if he doesn't understand how to use the firearm he should be mature enough to just say hey how do i unload this and check if it's clear if someone isn't mature enough to do that then don't give them the firearm because you are a mature adult let's be yeah, honest here you shouldn't hand Caden any sort of weapon <laughs> well let's well. be honest here your first mistake was even getting a weapon because we all know Kaden's gonna find it. He's, his like nose is just like a fucking bloodhound. He'll smell a gun out. <laughs> I, it's a natural instinct for Montanans, Ben. <laughs> well, I'm. I feel like the my Asian side is preventing me from expressing my Montanan side. That's yeah, possible. well, that that is very possible. A lot of uh, Asians are collectivists. That is that is biology one oh one. Obviously. A lot of Asians are collectivists. That is science. So... Oh, okay. It's true. Socialist. <laughs> well, I, I, I think we talked about it before. You're Chinese? Yes, I am Chinese American. Oh, man. I am. suck. Hong Kong. I am part of the. Hong Big Kong Bush. is good. Fuck the Chinese government. Yeah, like that oh the, the famous if Hong Kong would, man with glasses. I, said, I, I I have to add that you would never want to meet my parents. I mean, if your parents they, are communists, they, then they're wrong. Yeah, but they love the Chinese government. They like it's so hard to talk to them because they so hard to talk to them about politics. Cause they just be like, hey, you know, you don't have to like dumb. agree with them anymore. You left. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it just. The family gatherings, and here's the thing, you never know what to talk to them about, because you really don't want to talk about your personal life, and then you suddenly go into politics, and then, like, it becomes a hell fest, where, like, everybody's throwing out their political opinions, and it's so dumb. <laughs> like, every year. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I know. Family. I mean, I'm Dominican and Cuban. And, Luckily, my Cuban side but, understands how shit communism is. I'm just gonna stay out of this conversation. Because <laughs> you're white, no. Hey man, don't get mad at I them. I, I mean, that. a lot of them still fucking decided <laughs> to do it too, and they realize how fucked up it was. Yeah. Look at the Russians and the Ukrainians. But like, oh my god. Or at least yeah. what the Russians did. For to people the who are listening, actually, Ukraine Please. is now Western Russia, Brandon. Oh yeah, get you're it. right. <laughs> <laughs> Ukraine? What Ukraine? <laughs> what is this place? You what is of? Ukraine? <laughs> yeah. He's like, as <laughs> Soviet Union intensifies. <laughs> Sorry, oh. <laughs> yeah. But, like, as far as, like, what, this, what happened with the shooting, I think that what he did is outstanding. Um, it's unfortunate that he didn't get the response he deserves. He should be on every single paper, on every single news cycle, but it doesn't go with their narrative, so they're not going to talk about it. That's why you didn't hear about it. I mean... It's, I'm also I'm also just taking the fact that like mass, mass shootings, well this one wouldn't even count by this, guys, but, but I'm just saying like this, mass shootings in recent years have always left a bad taste in people's mouths. And nobody really wants to hear about that. And I'm pretty sure that's well as far as the news is concerned, factor. they always want it. they want that fucking blood in the water. And I'm not even saying it for a malicious reason. Like they want the mass shooting itself to happen. They want the ratings of them reporting on the mass shooting. Oh no. So yeah. that's why for the the, the uh, people that do the news in this country absolutely love the ratings they get when they talk about it because everybody's going to talk about it because it's a very big talk. Yeah, I mean, there's also the there's also the fact that this this is like a prime case of civilians who are armed who was 
did their job. Yeah. But the thing is, and this is this is why we were talking about it before, the average person that ends up getting into a violent confrontation is doing exactly what this guy just did. Maybe not as impressive with a you know thirty foot shot, but they still either neutralize the target. I don't think you expect that type of shot every single time, there, bud. No, I'm not saying no. This is a spectacular shot, but the point I'm making is that when there is a person present that has a firearm and someone tries to aggress upon that person or people around them, they usually stop it. And we're talking about with a high degree of certainty because people understand at a primal level life or death situations. You see what I'm saying? And I know there's some and I and I know there's some people out there that even if they had a gun, they would run because that like you said, it's just a primal instinct. But I I feel like they just wouldn't want to deal with it if they were like. I feel like they just wouldn't really want to deal. I mean, what if like one of their bullets hit, hit something by accident? I feel like that they wouldn't want to deal with that because that that is pretty serious target that they're dealing with, even though that their intentions were pure. I mean, I'm not gonna say you're exactly wrong, but like I said, that doesn't really, as far as the statistics that we're looking at, doesn't really chart out. I have not seen a single instance where that's the case. Where like a concealed where that carry, was the case. yeah, where a concealed carry or someone that had a firearm used lethal force and hurt an innocent bystander with his bystander. implementation of lethal force, not the shooter shooting someone else. Shooters, you see what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. And on top of that, the video accurately sums up what people mostly do when presented with the. Which is just get down exactly, and then, and then figure out what the, the fuck's going thing. on, and then figure out where I have to run. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying, like, it doesn't really map out very well. And the only thing that you can look at and take from this is, okay, it works. Because, I mean, you could say, okay, well, he doesn't have, you know, he shouldn't have the gun. Well, there's a lot of things that shouldn't happen in the world that still do. And we can only control (laughs) it so much. You see what I'm saying? And earlier what you said about, like, for instance, like, I think it was like you brought up European countries or a lot of other countries don't really have mass shootings. Oh, yeah. Well, a lot of these other countries might not have mass shootings for the exception of, like, fucking France, which has fucking terrorist attacks with, like, select fire AK-47s all the time, okay? And they have some of the most strict gun laws in all of Europe. But here's the thing. A lot of people also try to neglect and ignore that they have their own types of mass casualty situations. So, for instance, Britain and a lot of European countries either have massive truck attacks, massive knife attacks where people are running around stabbing people or running through people with semi-trucks. Or bombs. Or bombs. Because guess what? If we're talking about mass violence, we have to be intellectually honest. It's irrelevant the implement used. It is the fact that they are using something to kill people. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, that's what I'm I'm trying to prevent. That's what I'm saying. So, for instance, when I talk to someone who's like, oh, well, you know, Europe in general doesn't have mass, you know, gun crime. And it's like, correct. But gun you, crime. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about gun crime. Just, they were talking. Because we're just talking about the implement used at this point. Because if you look at it cor- like on a per capita basis, their crime in general is higher. And it also correlates with the type of crime that we do not have. So, for instance, like, I, I don't know about the other European countries because I've only heard the UK be cited for this. If you look at what, so if, do you understand what a hot and a cold break-in is? So a cold break-in is when uh, someone breaks into your house while you're not there. And then a hot break-in is someone breaks into your house when they know you're there. And you're there. Okay? In the UK, 
like 70% of all hot break-ins the 70 sorry 70% of all break-ins are hot break-ins which is like an over that's a good majority you see what I'm saying in the United yeah. States it's like 15% but that's yeah the, the UK is weird i mean but that's what I'm saying. I'm using them as an example to, to show you that everyone likes to say, oh, their gun crime is lower or their gun deaths are lower or their gun-related suicides are lower. And it's like, yeah, no shit. In, fire, in places where it's really hard to get firearms and they're non-existent for the average person, yeah, no shit. They're not going to be there. But they're dying in other ways. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, for instance, like, a lot of people like to bring up suicide. It's like, oh, well, if these people didn't have su- uh, guns to commit suicide, then – we can help them. They probably and... hang themselves. Exactly. Just, well, I right mean, now, if you were to guess who's number one in suicides in the world per capita, who would you guess? Montana. <laughs> no, <laughs> Montana's the only place fourth in our state. I'm sure. In our state, Montana is the state. I'm not, not, not state. Uh, on, on our country. <laughs> uh, I mean, nationally speaking, I don't know, but I do know. <laughs> no, no, not nationally. We're talking exactly inter- internationally speaking. I was joking, Brandon. This is I would for, say. This is for I would say. I mean, I would say China. I mean, I mean a lot of people. It's Japan. In those factors. It's Japan. Japan, oh. then Korea, then probably I'm, China. Well, hentai is something that can drive you to insanity. Well, the thing is, and this is what's why uh, it's not a funny subject. It's a very morbid subject. But the point oh, yeah, I'm making no. is that it's irrelevant the implement use. People who want to kill themselves. Are going to kill themselves, regardless of how yeah. whatever means they choose. So, for instance, in Japan, it was uh, I think hanging was number one, and number two was Korea. Yeah, Korea number. We'll take a wild well, guess for Koreans. The most common way they commit suicide: rat poison. That sounds like a very awful way to die. I just and in it's China, it's probably jumping off buildings because you hate the sweatshop you work in. Yeah, I remember there was a huge topic about that where, like, factories started putting, putting nets up, like, shit. nets on the outside. Yeah, that was pretty much Yeah, don't that. fix the don't fix the, the working conditions. Put nets up so you can't. Just, so, so they you have thought to... you were going to be able to escape this nerd. <laughs> you can't go to the private hell. And if you talk shit, we're going to kill you no. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I remember hearing about that, and I was pretty fucking messed up about that. Kind of just edition. scares me. It's like they have a little, literal. I don't know if any of you read, but Big Brother. No, they literally been. have it in China. Yeah, but nobody talks about it. So <laughs> they have a class. I, well, here's the thing. Like, here's the thing. Chinese government is really good at shutting people up. Well, like, well, I mean, when you black bag and kill it. everybody or put them in concentration camps, yeah, you're pretty good at it. So. Yeah, you, yeah, like you, you say ridiculous. shit, and then the government's gonna fucking probably send a drone at you. I'm not even joking. I'm I'm pretty sure that their government would do that. Because there I mean, was like a whole thing abort about people's children, so it wouldn't be that far off. Uh, and most of their citizens aren't actually even like like I remember there was like a huge topic where like this lady, she 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 was born, but she was the third child, and that's was yeah, when, like the so one child policy. Yeah, she wasn't a citizen. I know exactly where. She- yeah, she wasn't even counted as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in China, she's not a person. Yep. Yeah, she can't get a job. She can't get an education. She can't do anything to the government. She can't she's leave not the country. Person. She can't even do anything. Dude, that is freaking messed up. Mm-hmm. And all, yep. And like I said before, 
when it comes to this Texas shooting, people being armed is the only way to stop that kind of thing from happening. Because as long as the United States still has an armed populace, that can never happen. At least in the long term. It'll if it does happen, it will be corrected. I I wouldn't say it wouldn't happen, but I feel like it wouldn't be to such a high scale. Well, I mean, we're basically doing the same thing. The only difference is we're not actively telling people you can only have one child. That's my point. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the they, NSA I'm, basically I'm sure does they the have same a two-child policy now. Did, well, they stopped they in 20... They stopped it like two years now ago. Now you can have three kids, guys. Ooh. Damn, that's three times the kids. Ooh. That means that I could <laughs> well, have no, they ended. Sorry, no. They ended the one-child policy in that time, and then now you can have two kids, Brandon. Oh, shit, that's double the kids. I know, right? <sighs> double the responsibility. And yeah. here's the thing. Unless the you have a girl, then you throw you, her away. You want to hear That's the actually a real thing, though. I've I actually There's a grandfather that, clause. There's a grandfather clause in the law that they wrote so that these kids that were born with one-child parents still don't have rights. Oof. Imagine my shock. No, Communists don't care about rights. This no, is but my, here's this is my I've actually face. seen that, though. Brandon, for, or like. Communist is moral yeah it's moral <laughs> definitely moral but no i've actually seen that because i i used to go back to the country a lot and i've i've seen several several girls that are like not exactly because i i get it our our our, our the culture is different and i i know that males are uh preferred in our in asian culture but like i've seen like some messed up shit with how people treat the little girls there and it's a bit different now, but like back then, oh my god. Yeah, that's also see, why like, I personally uh, got a quick chuckle when people were like, oh, insert Western country here is racist or sexist or this or that. And it's like, man, you have not gone that far off the borders, have you? Uh, like, I re- also remember there was like, this was like three years ago where like this lady tried to drown her child and it didn't work. The child was stuck in a pipe. Oof. Jesus. Like, I don't remember yeah, if the child died that. or not. Yeah, they they flushed because it was either the second child or the third child. It was and, a child. And it was and a it girl. Was so, like, it was a triple whammy or double whammy. It was case. bad. I don't even and remember so if the girl died. so they flushed it down the toilet, Brandon. God damn. I don't know how that fit, though. Yeah. Like, like and, I don't know why I'm laughing. It is purely because topic. of the government. Well, I mean, you're laughing because it's just so fucking morbid that you have no other way to respond to it. I don't know why. I mean, the kid was stuck in a fucking pipe. The kid survived too. Yeah, did it survive? Yeah. I heard it died. Yeah, it survived. Really? Oh my god. God, yeah. could you imagine birthdays? It's like, ah, you tried to kill Chinese me. Chinese government probably killed it, but we don't talk about that. Yeah. Uh, nobody can. Birthdays we're gonna not speak. approved by the communist state. I think my favorite <laughs> Chinese government move is when they kidnapped the the Dalai Lama's like not successor, but who chooses his successor and then appointed their own. Yeah, it's a very Chinese thing to do. What? Yeah, yeah. Or the fact no, I, I, mean, I posted if you look this at like, in the news article. Yeah, yeah. If you look at Chinese history, oh. they're they're really fond of doing that. <laughs> Where they're trying, they're or they're going to rewrite the Quran to fit socialist values. Yeah, like, imagine my shock. Yeah. We're talking about a, we're we're talking about a country that used to like do that toad tying thing. Or yeah. You can't watch tying. Winnie the Pooh in China. Hey, that that. Offends oh our, yeah, you can't. Yeah, that offends our yeah. great leader. All because of a dumb nickname. <laughs> well, it's just a meme too. Like fuck you. Yeah, Caden has shown me several memes 
and all because I'm Chinese. That's, I know no, that's the I, only I reason why. I sent them to you because you're the only one who will understand them. <laughs> <laughs> Not because you're Chinese, true. it's because you're the only one that will understand them. It's funny. My parents don't like seeing it, though. <laughs> well, of course. They find it really dumb, but I'm like thinking like... What, what <laughs> They're too expect? far gone. <laughs> well, I, I, I can't really blame them. I, I mean, they, they immigrated here, so... I mean, yep. they spent a majority of their lives raised in that type of situation and, yeah, and I, I get mean, it the, I the get indoctrination it. goes deep upbringing. but they're like how are you my child because we have I'm sorry ma I believe in freedom god <laughs> <laughs> no no if you say that if you say that to her she's gonna immediately start ranting we have freedom and I'm like oh god oh, yeah, oh, if you have freedom Please then say stop. the communist government can suck my ass Oh, and watch how fast your ass is black bagged and put in a fucking concentration camp where they can harvest your organs. Just like oh, those you, are rumors. Those about... are only rumors by people that hate the government. You it's talk from the government. About freedom, but <laughs> but like like seriously, you talk about anything in front of them, they would be like, "We have freedom too." And then like I'm half expecting like this red dot to just appear on their forehead, like. They're like nervously laughing. Ha ha ha. We have freedom. Yeah. China communism is great. In America the red dot. In America the red dot. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just re- that it's episode just of really South Park bad. when they're talking about the Chinese government, Brandon. Yeah, I know, it was beautiful. That was probably my favorite episode of South Park. Well, I've only there, watched there's few definitely the episode where you saw the biggest set of balls that have ever been presented on national television. <laughs> no, the best one is when they're like doing the world record pooping. I don't know. That was a funny episode, but it wasn't like you see what I'm saying. Ba- it wasn't yeah, like getting they're... banned from another country because it was so spicy. <laughs> yeah, when they now I know what you're talking about when they were yeah. like using their balls as bouncing as like yoga balls, basically. Yeah, but and this and I don't know if Caden's probably talked to you about my political stance. And I am diametrically opposed to any form of collectivism. Yeah. <laughs> All forms of I it. Told. That's why I have issues with everybody. Because everybody tends to have collectivist leanings. And if you believe in collectivist leanings, then you are not principled, generally speaking. Because if you believe in one second, hey, I don't think that the average American, uh, or sorry, I don't think that the government should subsidize health care. And then on the same token, you're like, but we should totally subsidize farmers. You don't have principles. You just have a different benefactor group that you prefer. Because that's ultimately speaking what socialism is. My preferred group gets thing. And I ignore economic reality. Oh, shit. You see what I'm saying? Hello? Yeah. Sorry, I I like disconnected there for a second. Oh, okay. Did Did you hear what I said? No, I didn't. Okay. Like I'm, I'm starting to like go in and out. I don't know. I, technical issues again. <laughs> I'll yeah. fix that later when I have but time. Basically, in closing, Apple. like uh, what I was saying was basically, I'm I'm personally against all forms of collectivism. The only thing I care about is the individual. If the individual does not have a right, then guess what? No one has rights. There's no such thing as collective rights. 
But there is Brandon. I I'm joking. I'm yeah, joking. I know, I know. Don't I know don't you roast K me. Hayden, we don't want to. <laughs> don't roast don't me, Brandon. Be, but the Communist Party said they work for the, 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 the people. Yeah, it's called the People's Republic of China. Yeah, dude. The People's Liberation dude. Army. It's for the people. Yeah, and like the Democratic People's Republic of North Korea. Yeah, because they're democratic. Yeah. And they're a republic, right? Right. Yeah, for sure. But and they're a people's republic. Definitely. Yeah, but like this is something I was talking to. You, do you know Danan? Danan, me, Dalton. No, that's not. That's not right. But basically, me and him are having a conversation because he was talking to me about like he's not super political, but he hates talking to people that um, basically he hates talking to people that kind of either personally attack you or can't even bother to try to listen from your perspective. And um, he was talking about one of his teachers that hated Trump and how every single day they always get into an argument about Trump. And it's like, I find it very funny because I'm always put in a position where when Trump does something that's actually okay or within his bounds of power, constitutionally speaking, we bitch and complain about it. But when he doesn't do something or when he does something that is not within his bounds, no one cares. Because guess what? What's going to keep happening, and this is what I brought up to one of my friends I really blackpilled him was there is going to be a civil war in this country within the next 20 years if we keep going the way we go right now. Because every single time someone is elected, regardless of party, they're like, sweet, fuck the other half of the country. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to put in all this shit that I want. And then the other half of the country is going to get angry. And the guys in the middle are going to be like, hey, that's not exactly what you told us you're going to do. And then... They're going to elect the person on the other side of the spectrum that does the same shit. The only difference is doing it for their team. And it's going to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And the only people that are getting shit on are the people that actually give a fuck about their rights. Yeah. Right. I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's where we'll leave it today because, you know, I know you guys got to take off. But it was fun talking to you guys. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're more I than like welcome back educated. on the podcast because uh, I'm personally – I always want people to have differing opinions than me because I don't want this show to be just a circle jerk. And if you have <laughs> – yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, you can invite some ladies. I'm more than welcome to. I don't give a fuck, man. Cocker pussy, I'll, I'll argue with them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity debater. Yeah. That's oh, thank you for talking. having me on. And yeah, thank you guys thank for you. coming on. You know, it's a good time. And uh, everyone else, to our listeners, stay free. And uh, hope you have a great week. All right. Bye. Yeah.